You're listening to episode 39 of Scaling Up. Welcome to Scaling Up with personal brand and freedom stylist, Elizabeth Hartke. Each week, Elizabeth brings you the tools you need to create a life of true freedom and fulfillment by scaling and monetizing your personal brand. Get clarity, become a leader in your field and make an impact that pays. Grab your favorite healthy smoothie or beer and let's get to the show. Hey guys, welcome to the show. We are doing something totally different today. I like to keep you on the edge of your seat and keep bringing you some new content that I think you'll really appreciate. So recently something really cool happened. In episode number 34, we had Stephanie Gass on the show and you guys loved having her on. She's such a sweetheart, has incredible energy. It's totally infectious. And you loved her message about stepping into your God-led calling, building a business and all those incredible pieces of her story. So Steph had me on her podcast, and right before we were about to start recording, Steph threw me a curveball, talking about keeping someone on the edge of their seat or maybe on their toes. Stephanie did that to me. So she's like, okay, instead of talking about leadership today, which was the topic we were going to talk about, leadership and business and personal growth and all of that, she said, all right, well, since what you do for a living is help people scale their already successful growing businesses to that seven-figure level. Like you help people kind of walk through that process of monetizing their ideas and scaling what they already have and taking it totally next level by having these mental, emotional breakthroughs, but also strategically planning in their business. What do you think about doing a live coaching session with me for my business? She was asking me this. So she wanted me to come on off the cuff and just kind of talk about what I saw her doing in our business and the the gaps I saw, the potential I saw, and how I would coach her through a session like I would one of my one-on-one high-level, high-achieving coaching sessions. And I said, yes. I have this one superpower. I can take someone's idea or current business and look at it and I can see those gaps and I can figure out exactly how we can monetize it and scale it for three things a greater impact. So how can we serve the world at a higher level? More income so that you can be creating that generational wealth in your life. And most importantly, more independence. What's that way you can create a business that creates more freedom in your life and doesn't make you a slave to whatever it is you're building? This is what I've been doing for brands and businesses and business owners and creatives and influencers for years now. And it's something I am fiercely passionate about because I know people can find success in business. I know that you could watch all the trainings and do all the things to figure out how to build a business, even a successful business that brings in a lot of income. But what if when you do that, you're not living the life you could have imagined? Or what if you keep plateauing? Or what if you're trading dollars for hours? Or what if your kids hardly know you or your spouse feels like they don't see you anymore because you're constantly on your phone trying to build this business? What if you could do it in a way that makes massive impact as a leader in your industry at the same time that you're building true wealth in your life, but without having to give up all of your time? That's what I want. I want families together as individuals build epic businesses. A lot of you guys ask me, what exactly is it that you do? And this is a big part of it, taking people to that next level through my masterminds, my one-on-one business strategy coaching my full immersion experiences and retreats, my courses, all of that, because I spent years, you guys, I spent years and so much money trying to learn from all the incredible different resources available to me, books, seminars, videos, online courses. But it was when I finally made that decision that I was really ready to scale up and I brought on a business coach 
I invested a lot of money that my business took off. I had someone a few steps ahead of me, guiding me through the process, taking the guesswork out. Even though I had to spend that money to make the money, it saved me so much money because I stopped making expensive mistakes and wasting time. And we all know time is money. And now when I work with people, their mission becomes my mission. So today, you are getting to hear a behind-the-scenes glimpse of a one-on-one scaling session where I walk Stephanie through exactly what I would do to scale her existing business. Now, this is just one coaching session. Typically, I'm working with people multiple times a month when I'm taking them on as a client, but I wanted to give you guys a little taste so that you can start to see, maybe you can glean some things from Steph's story and her particular business model or some ideas. But I also wanted you to see the power of working with someone who can help you have the breakthroughs that you need to scale your life, scale your business, and live your purpose. Make sure you go to today's show notes. It's elizabethhartke.com forward slash podcast forward slash 039 to see what that next step should be for you as you scale your dream. I have something that you can fill out and it'll give you some guidance on what you should be doing next. Is it a mastermind? Is it more free resources? Is it a seminar? Is it working one-on-one with a business coach? So be sure to go to elizabethhartke.com forward slash podcast forward slash 039 to see what that next step is for you. I can't wait for you to hear this episode. I think it's going to be a game changer for you. And make sure you do me a favor. Take a screenshot of it and tag me on Instagram so that I can shout you out. I want to give you as many shameless plugs as I can. And if you write a review and leave your Instagram handle, I read reviews at the beginning of each episode so that I can shout out your Instagram handles and get you some more traction on your pages to thank you for your loyalty and your continued support and how we build this community together. I am so grateful for you. And today's review comes from Kristen Tulis. Her review is titled, All the Motivation One Could Need. It says, Elizabeth's podcast is for anyone, whether for business or just straight up motivation. She's got an episode that will work for you and set your soul on fire. Each one is motivational. I find myself thinking about them week after week after I've listened to them. Most of us listen to podcasts while working out, driving, or even doing the dishes. But if you have time to listen with a pen and paper nearby, there are so many little nuggets of wisdom worth writing down. You will not be disappointed by giving Scaling Up a listen. Thank you so much, Kristen. I appreciate you immensely. And remember, guys, if you leave a review and you leave your Instagram handle with it. I will read it aloud in this review share so that I can show you out and support you in your mission. Thank you again for that amazing review, Kristen. I appreciate you. I appreciate all of you. And I can't wait to see where you guys go in your businesses and in your lives. Let's get on to the show. Hey, bosses. I'm so excited. I have a super special treat for you today. I am on with Elizabeth Hartke, and she is going to be helping me with some live coaching on my business. How cool is that? Oh my gosh. So I'm super excited that she's willing to help me today. And we are doing this for all of you because it's interesting for me to hear people 
where I'm trying to get to, where I'm, as her podcast is called, Scaling Up Towards. So I thought it would be cool for you guys to hear me and her have a conversation about how I can scale up my business. So thank you, Elizabeth, and welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, Steph. I'm so excited to be here. And I'm like pretty pumped to do this scaling up episode live, real time. Let's do it. I want to help you scale your business. Boom. I'm excited. (laughs) Well, looking at your life now, I always tell my community, wherever you are today, there are people two steps behind you, right? And so you always should feel worthy. Even if you're just starting, there's still someone that hasn't started and they want to be where you are. Well, when I'm looking at Elizabeth, you are steps ahead of me. And so my goal is to scale to a a size and a lifestyle of where you are. So I've kind of shared with Elizabeth and I'll share with all of you so that you have the background and then I'll tell tell you guys what what Elizabeth's going to help me with. So right now in the business, I've been doing this coaching side of this business for about two years, two and a half years, where I transitioned out of network marketing. Y'all heard me talk about the mini life crisis I went through for a year, got myself together, lost the 60 pounds, figured out I had this dream of helping women on female entrepreneurs claim their best life. I have the podcast now. I have a great online community. We just passed around a hundred thousand collectively and I have six courses. It is amazing. And it's, it's just so surreal and I'm really happy with where I am right now, but I feel like there's, it's time. It's time to kind of take maybe some next steps. And so for all of you listening, I'm roughly early six figures and have six courses. I have these courses that probably make up 60, 60, 70% of my revenue. The rest of it is private coaching. That's, you know, hourly clients. I have a couple exclusive clients that I'll meet with like once a month as well. That's the revenue stream. The way I am growing my platform is on my podcast, first and foremost. Secondly is Instagram. And then lastly is Pinterest and my, my website really grow quickly. So that's my business in in a a nutshell. So Elizabeth's going to help me kind of break this down. How can I grow? How can I scale? What needs to be streamlined or fixed? And so that way you guys have the background as well. So yeah, Elizabeth, coach me girl. Like I'm (laughs) open hearted, open ears, ready to learn from you. Awesome. Well, first I want to celebrate you for your transparency and your vulnerability of sharing numbers. I know that's a really hard thing, but you're killing it. So that hopefully makes it a little easier. I feel to, really to good about it. it. I'm like, I'm you happy with where we are. Yeah. So before I can coach you in anything, this is like the first step with anyone that I work with, no matter what level they're at. I need to know your heart stuff. Like I need to know what is that original dream? Like, yeah picture the day down to what you can smell in the air, like what you feel brushing across your skin, like what you're wearing, how your day plays out. Like I get goosebumps even just saying this to you because it's so, I want it to be so tangible. What does that day look like? And what is the dream of the impact you're making the mission? Like in a world where nothing could hold you back, yeah. in a vacuum where you create exactly what God put on your heart, what is that thing? Sure. And I love that because I call that a vision statement. And so I do those every single year. And the craziest thing is that almost every year they're achieved, which is crazy. But I haven't mm-hmm. done it like for the ideal angle. So, okay. I think the way that this would be is in that day, I'm still in the home that I'm in, but it's completely paid off. Every single thing in our lives are debt-free. I am making right at seven figures 
And the reason that I want to be making seven figures is because I can do infinitely more good on this world. So I don't want stress of finances. I want to be able to buy a new car for my cleaning lady because her car, the hood doesn't work. Like I want to be able to tithe at an extreme level. I want to be able to pour into children that need help and these, you know, nonprofits that I, that I want to give to and charity. And I want to be able to do that without blinking. And I know that Mm -hmm. seven figures will make that a reality. I want to create amazing, stable jobs for a team of people. And right now I can only help freelancers less than a handful of freelancers in my business. I want to create full-time jobs where I am pouring into other people and they can learn from me and be part of a team that grows with me. And I want to pay them really exceptionally well. I want to like surprise them with a trip to Puerto Vallarta, all inclusive for a week. And that's how we go and team build. So I want that in that kind of picture of my life. Mm -hmm. I just want all of those things financially. And I still want my lifestyle that it is today. And this is where I struggle. Maybe this is my fear is that I want to be able to have all of that without having to travel 24 hours all the time without all of a sudden mommy's really successful. So now she's not here anymore without my husband and I fighting because I'm not present or he feels left behind or any of those things. I still want to like live as if I am today, but scale Mm -hmm. that big. And I think that's why I'm so stuck on these courses growing exponentially for me. That's the end goal. And the reason, the impact is to touch millions of women with my podcast, with my, my heart, showing them that they can be successful as mothers, as female entrepreneurs. They can create online businesses that are in their own voice and that they can be successful in any dream that God has planted in their heart. That's beautiful. And I'm, I feel like privileged to get to, to see that heart. And it's so funny. I had this moment when you were talking where I literally flashed back to a conversation I had with my husband a few years ago that I can hardly even say it like without getting teary eyed. I said to him, I don't know where this is coming from because I'm not motivated by money. I did this exercise where I sat down and I wrote out like, just pour out what you want onto that paper. And I literally wrote the words, I want stupid amounts of money, not so I can change a single thing in my own life, but I can change everyone else's. And you just said it. And it's such a, like people like you are a gift to the world because you don't need more stuff, bigger things. Yeah. But having that ability to do things with the phrase that I said to my husband without batting an eye. Yeah. So that's beautiful. So I want to challenge you for a second. You started to talk about a fear of like mommy not being here, not being a present wife. Let's say vacuum again, okay, for a quick sec. None of that's a reality. What are you doing? Are you speaking on stages? Are you doing book tours? Are you like, what are the things that you're a little afraid of like going there because you're afraid of those things you just talked about? Okay. Funny you say book tour. I've, since I was little, my, my mom would say, what do you want to be when you grow up? An author, an author, an author. My first vision board I ever made was me standing on a platform. I actually pasted my face on someone else. Obviously I'm standing on a stage holding up my best selling book. Okay. That I haven't written that I don't know what it's going to be about, but there's always been this vision. So it's funny you say book because I'm a million percent going to do that in the next five years of my life. And so, you know, I'm afraid it's the travel piece. And I think that goes back to network marketing. We had had to do these events and I had to go as a leader, sit in the front row and I had to be there for seven full days instead of three days like everyone else. And I felt so much resentment 
towards that, like being forced to travel when I didn't want to, or when I felt guilty. And the only time that my husband ever has any pushback with me is travel. Like, Mm -hmm. oh, you're going again. You have this other thing again. And I hate confrontations. I'm like, if I just avoid travel, because I don't care, I don't need, I don't need to travel to be excited and, and, and excited in my life. But I know that to impact millions of women, I'm going to have to show up in different places. And I think I am scared of that. What if, Steph, you were at a level where people came to you? Well, yeah, so, that'd be amazing. <laughs> and what if you were at a level where your husband, maybe that fear or that confrontation between you and your husband when you have to travel, is it coming from a place that he, this guy is grinding at, in his corporate job every day, working, he wants his wife when he comes home. But if you're jet setting, he doesn't get you on those weekends. If he didn't have that stress of that job and the life where he has to leave his family every day, but he had you guys all the time, and then you traveled as a family to those events, and they're front and center cheering their mother on, is that a different ball game? do you think? Yeah. <laughs> that makes me so emotional because I never thought about that. Because you never let yourself go big enough. Yeah. Yeah. Never for a second let that, you just have to think outside the box. Don't let those fears and limited thinking stop you from pouring into the world what the Lord literally, it's your birthright, Stephanie. Yeah. So you just have, you haven't dreamt big enough yet. Oh man. Whoa. (laughs) I had never even considered that before, but when I picture that, like that is the right picture, Mm -hmm. right? It's the kids there with me. It's them like traveling and maybe grandma comes too, and everybody's part of it instead of this is me alone, lonely and leaving them behind. Like, I think that's, that's so important for me. That vision that you just created, the pulling them with me on that on that journey and maybe creating that maybe less work for him or part-time or, and he may want to still work, but he could still travel with me. Like, why did I never even consider that as, as an option? Cause we put ceilings on ourselves and we don't even know it. Like yeah. it's this, it's a subconscious thing and you've made it really far. Yeah. So it's, you're thinking just next step. And I actually think, and I do this with a lot of my clients now that one year goals I find to be limiting. We do like three, five, 10, because that one year it's, that's a flash in the pan. You know that you have kids, you see how quick things change, right? You've got to go bigger and give yourself that gift to let your mind wander to those crazy places because they're not that crazy. Right. And the cool thing is, so let's talk about the book for a sec okay. because the book's going to happen. All yeah. right. Oh gosh. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to get off this call and be like, oh, why did I do that? Like, I feel like I have so much work to yeah, do. Now I have all these things I have to go create. I'm so excited. <laughs> that book don't fear the book tour. Like, don't fear the the work that will have to go into that book. You get to create what it all looks like. Yeah. You get to say to your, first of all, you don't need a publisher. You can self-publish. Yeah. If you don't want to be bossed around, if you want to be able to say, no, there is no book tour, except here in my town where I live or my major city near me, 
I show up and I do signings or when we have a family vacation that we go all together, we do a book signing in that city. Like you get to paint that picture. So don't take away the dream because of like, you think the path to get there is set in stone. It's certainly not. You get to dictate what that looks like. I love that. I love that. So let's talk a little bit more because you've, you've given us a good idea. You are right into that six figures, Mark. That's awesome. You have courses. You said that's about 60% of your, your revenue right now. And we don't need to do this on the call, but one thing I would recommend is making sure you're really securing your numbers and knowing them, know what's net, know what's gross, because those two numbers are very different and they mean very different things. And there's overhead even in running an online business. Mm-hmm. So you can get really, you know, you know, know how much you're spending on ads and what the return on investment is. And we use one of the greatest things that we've done for our family is we have a financial advisor who is neck deep in our lives. Like sure. he knows all the things. He literally just came out to Wisconsin like two weeks ago and spent a long weekend with our family. He's become like family because he is a big reason that our family is able to do the things that we're doing and work towards the dreams that we have. So make sure that you're really well-versed on those things. Okay. And when Um, did you get to that level? Because I guess the thing with us that's hard is that my husband's accountant, I'm an accountant. And so we have the capacity to do numbers and taxes and all of these things. And so the question becomes, when is that crossroad to pay for those services when you can do that yourself? Like, is that now? Do you think that that's now for us at this point? It's it's now because a couple of reasons. One, advisors do things differently. So some have an upfront cost, but others don't. So you can find what will fit for your family. Right. But it's really about the big picture and the big plan. I'll make sure that I get you the link to the episode I did with my financial advisor because when he was here, I'm like, you're coming to my closet. We're doing a podcast episode. Um, sit down on the floor. Here you go. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's, it's such a powerful thing to be planning financially for those dreams too, because yeah. as much as you can say, like, I can see the vision, I'm up on stage. My kids are, you know, coming out with me on the stage and my husband's right there too. There's a number that it costs to do those dream. things. So you want to make sure that you're mapping out that plan. So I don't think, I think now is a great time, especially because you have the gift of your husband's income as well. Sure. Now is a really good time to be mapping it out. Cause what we did was we started back at least five years ago, maybe more six years ago working with him. And my husband was still working in corporate at the mm-hmm. time. And what we were able to do was kind of like cast the vision for when he was going to be able to leave. Yes. You know, because we said like, okay, if we get our business to this point, we don't need that anymore. And not saying that 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 might not be what your husband or you want to do, but that's just an idea. Like you've got to be planning those things financially too. So I think that's a really important thing. And it'll make you feel empowered. It'll make you feel like I'm running a real deal business that's providing for my family. And these goals in the next five years are going to happen because we're mapping it out properly. Okay. So of those six courses, or was it six courses? Did I just make that up? Okay. No, I don't do that. (laughs) (laughs) Which is the most, what two are the most profitable for you? Okay. And these two are the brunt of that 60%. So one is called Passionately Profitable. And this course helps people identify their God-led calling, create a brand around it, how to beat the money blocks and the mindset blocks to start making money in that new business. 
And then the time, the last piece of it is we start to touch on how we can monetize it. So Mm -hmm. it was a six week group coaching. I loved it, but it had played its course for me doing group coaching. So I packaged it up and that course does really well. And then the second course is a new course for me, which is podcast pro university. And it's teaching Mm -hmm. people how to create scale, monetize, grow a podcast, like maybe their first six months as a podcaster, as a platform, as a way to scale an organic uh, community. Awesome. So the other four, are you spending money on those running ads, that kind of thing? Nope. Okay. No, they, they hang out. I do casually mention them. If I have like a podcast episode about Instagram, I'm like, Oh, I had an Instagram course. Here it is. Like I'll casually mention it as the call to action. If it resonates with my topic, but no money it's sitting in teachable, which I already pay for, for my other courses. Do you think there's potential in any of those four? No, they're value add to someone, but I'm not passionate about them anymore because it was a Facebook marketing course for, for network marketers. That's how I started. Um, the Instagram one, I don't want to keep updating it all the time right? because it changes too much. I know, I'm like, constantly. Like, I'm just not excited about that. And mm-hmm. then I have a Facebook ads, which is just a, how to run a campaign. It's a, stand, a one hour mini course and that's great. And that someone needs that one. Wonderful. And then the other one is a Facebook group course, like how to get a Facebook group that's really engaged. Mm-hmm. But again, I'm not like, oh, I'm so obsessed with this topic. So is there a topic you are, because I know you mentioned wanting to bring more courses into the mix speak for that residual or passive income. Is there one that's on your heart that you... The podcast pausing? one, like I, the podcast one and the Passionately Profitable, I am so obsessed with them because the podcast changed my entire business. Yeah. And I know that people are like, Oh, podcasting has played out. I'm like, no, it's not like, it's the same as, Oh, all of a sudden I'm going to show up on YouTube live or um, Facebook live. Oh, all of a sudden I'm going to start a YouTube channel. So I feel like, no, like if you start a podcast and you follow my exact roadmap and I give you not just start a podcast, click here. It's like the psychology behind it of how to lay out the episode, how I made, you know, 98% more revenue in six months because I use this method of selling within the show where it's not salesy, quote unquote, that one, like I'm just lit up about it mm-hmm. and I'm so excited and people are loving it too. Like I'm getting feedback from the students like, oh my gosh, Stephanie, like this has changed my life. And I was, I would never have been able to get to this point without your course and all of that. So I know that I'm getting that confirmation back yep. as well. Are there any other courses that you've been wanting to create that there's something, a block holding you back from making them? No, I don't think so. I think where I'm struggling is I want to scale that. I want to scale <laughs> that one and I know it will be so successful, but now I feel like everyone else is coming out with a podcast course. So now I feel weird about pushing it because I feel like, well, now all these other people have these courses too. And like, should I just go back to mentioning, you can work with me, come take a course and make it more casual again? Like, do I just need to keep pounding on that one specific course? You answered your own question. What did, what did I say? <laughs> you said two things. Okay. You started with you, like I saw your whole body language change. Okay. You are passionate about that podcasting course. Yeah. Lights you up. Yeah. And then the second thing you said is that other people are doing this too. Should I ever change what's on your heart and what you know you need to be doing 
because of what other people are doing. Right. We're never going to create something new. Of course, there are people creating podcasting courses, but I saw, like, I would buy yours. Right. <laughs> like, I'm because like. Because I saw the, I saw your face. Like, I, kn- I know the value that has to be in it because yeah. you believe in it so much and you know you're making an impact with it. Yeah. So, yeah, pour into the ones that light you up. Those are the ones you need to scale and you have to take a beat and do some exercises to work through those limiting beliefs that you have on, do I have the courage to put this out into the world in a bigger way? Because I know so-and-so has created one and he has a bigger following than me or Mm so-and-so has made one and they have a bigger list than me. Like, I think you can, you don't need to can the other courses, but I wouldn't even like, I would not put them on my website in the same size and space as the other two main ones. Like I would make those two main ones focal points of your business. So this leads me into, well, do you have any questions about that? Does that make sense? No. And that makes perfect sense. And I, I've, I got past that for a minute. I was like, okay, I'm not going to talk about it because I just don't know. And, And I went through that whole thing and then I got over that, but then I still felt like well, maybe I should just generalize it again because maybe somebody doesn't need that course. Maybe they would just rather take this one. And so then I started feeling weird about if I'm only pushing one course, am I losing sales because somebody doesn't want that course? Because I feel like my biggest platform to sell is my podcast. And should I talk about that course every single time? Yeah, yeah. you should. Okay. At least test it for a month. Mm-hmm. Like you put enough content out there that you you would get a good data set that if you had a pre-recorded something at the beginning of this podcasting, you know, for those of you interested in podcasting, I have this. But this kind of funnels me right into what is your lead generation strategy? Like are you building your list and how are you doing it? I am building my list and I have multiple different magnets that they can do. I've got quizzes. So should I start a podcast? which leads them into the email funnel for the podcasting course. They take a a podcasting webinar. It's an evergreen webinar, 10 steps to start a podcast, take them into my webinar. That's where they hear my fire. Like I'm showing up like this on live. And when they get in that webinar, Elizabeth, like 20% of them are buying, but I can't get enough people into that webinar. So I have that. Then I have one that's what passive income product should I create? An ebook, a course, did it. So they take the quiz. It takes them into some different webinars and then it takes them into my list as well. Mm -hmm. And from that, they can take passionately profitable. They can work with me or hire me for coaching, or they can come listen to the show. So those are the two main ones. I have some other ones too, like 30 ways to grow a following that one I push on Pinterest. And then that gets people to join the list and they receive the blog post with 30 ways to grow a following. Do you run ads to those quizzes? I do. Good. Yeah, that's I good. I think yeah. I like the quizzes. People like those. Those are I good freebies. So here's, and here's a question. So here's where I really struggle with ads. Like I'm willing to spend the money on them. I've been running ads for six years. I'm very familiar with it. I feel like I know how to do retargeting and all of those things. Where I struggle is, do I focus on the retargets to sell the podcast course? Mm-hmm. Or do I focus on getting new leads to the quizzes, which ultimately sells the course? Do I like, there's so many different strategies. 
and I toy with them all. And then I, I give them a couple months and then I get frustrated and I switch my strategy. Mm-hmm. So like, I just don't know where the, the money spent, you know, makes the most sense. Right. I have a question for you that a question to your question Okay, <laughs> that might not answer your question, but I think it's a necessary question. Should you be doing that? I know outsourcing that. I know. And I've considered outsourcing. I had a gal on my show who's a Facebook ad expert, but it's like, and this may be just a block for me, but it was like, you have to spend, you know, $1,500 a month. And then we take like $400. And I'm just like, I know how to run an ad. Like, I don't want to pay you $400 to run an ad strategy for me, but maybe that's my issue. (laughs) But is that your zone of genius? Like, no, absolutely not. Right. You, if you're going to get to that big dream someday. Yeah there's going to have to be some growing pains of outsourcing some of the things that you know that you can do and you can do really well that are not in your zone of genius. And I think that might be one of them because just because you can, yeah, just because you can do it and just because you can do it really well. And just because you have the time to do it doesn't mean you should do it. Right. And you're disciplined enough and smart enough to reinvest that time in your zone of genius. You know, you, you get it, you've built something, you've got this thing in motion you're not going to then just go park it on the couch and watch Netflix for those two hours you might have built an ad. You right. are going to utilize that to get closer to the dream. Like everything you're doing in your day, and I would challenge you to kind of run an audit on your business. Like yeah. take the time for an entire week and track. It's so obnoxious, but I make all my clients do it. Track every little thing that you are doing for your business, for your home, for your children, all of it. And put a timestamp on it and be really disciplined with that just for a week so that you can look back at it and say, what of these things are one in my zone of genius and two, are they moving me closer to the dream, the big dream? Okay. And if the answer is no, there has to be that reevaluation process. And it doesn't necessarily mean you can outsource every single thing that's a no, because that's just might not be reality financially right now, but it does mean you can start that process and, and start to take off your plate some of the bigger ticket items that are taking up a little bit more of your time and taking up your headspace. And by the way that you asked your question originally about the ads, I can tell that's one of those things that's like driving you crazy. Yeah. And there's very few things that I still hold on to like that. And mm-hmm. for some reason, I guess it's just, I'm, it's that for me, it's just like, that would be one of the largest expenses for me because I am running such a lean business Yeah, and the profit margin is so good. And I feel I'm like, Ugh, like that's just such a big one. But if the return isn't there that I want, which it's not, something's got to give with that. So I feel you on that. I'm open to receiving the guidance and the right Facebook ads manager is just going to appear for me. I know it's true. The only reason I've successfully outsourced that is because I am so terrible at Facebook (laughs) ads. Like I'm not good at it. Otherwise it would be something I'd want to control. I still control, like I'm kind of neurotic about my copy because I was a copywriter in in marketing. So like, yeah, that's, that's your voice. And so you can find ways to save some money too is like, most ad managers are coming on assuming they're doing the graphics, the copy, and the ad. If you say, listen, I got the copy and I got the the graphics, but I need you to do the algorithm crap that's like driving me cuckoo and I don't know yes. what my return on investment is and make them make sure there's someone that are they keep good track of numbers and they're giving you like weekly 
updates on what's going on. And so you can see what that return is and you can make more clear decisions as the leader of your business, not the person stuck in your business. Yes. Okay. I love that. Okay. So I wanted to ask you, we talked very briefly before we started recording about your one-on-one coaching. Yes. Tell me more about that. What, how many clients are you taking on? Do you like that number? All that. What does it look like? So the majority of people that hire me, hire me for something called a power hour. Mm -hmm. It costs $3.50 an hour and they meet with me. And the goal is most often they're coming to me going, I don't understand my zone of genius. I don't understand what to market or how to monetize or if I should have a course. So they're kind of stuck in this initial stages of being an online entrepreneur. And that's like my gift. That is like, I sit across from them and in like 15 minutes, I can dig out of them all this. I'm like, how about we call it this and this, and here's an idea for a course and you can do this. And so I'm able to basically just turn the mirror on them and show them what their brand should be, how they can monetize it. That's where I I love, I love spending time in that space. They're really excited about it. We end that call. And if they want to hire, they're like, okay, but now, but how? Like, but wait, can you like do it for me? Absolutely not. Like, I don't want to get into your account, build funnels for you. I want nothing to do with it. I'm high level strategy. So you got to go do the thing without me. Like, and I tell them that up front. So they know this, like, I'm not going to implement with you. Now I also have elite clients. I call them, which is six or eight weeks. It's still through 15 hour. My worth is my worth, but they can get a hold of me through email and stuff in between if they have questions. And that's same. More mindset. It's I give you homework. You go implement. We meet back. Now I give you new homework. This is growing your brand. Maybe we're coming up with launching the course together. Like what categories are we going to create? How should you map those out, that content, all of those things. So that's what I'm doing with them. Preferably, I have four clients or less every week. Just because again, like I want to scale in an automated way. So I'll tell people like, I have a waiting list right now. You can meet with me next week. And two with the kids, like you just have to find how much can I really take right now versus the school year. I can take more. So I'm kind of, I'm happy with that level during the summer, maybe in the school year, six hours a week. Do you love that? Like, does that like those calls, they light you up and the, and the people that you're serving that lights you up? Most of them. Yeah. 70% of that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that is like the space you want to be in. Those are the people that like generally speaking. For now, because I learn so much, like Mm -hmm. I'm learning more about my ideal client every time I meet with them because things that are not natural for me or are not natural for them are so natural for me. I forget that people are struggling with that. Yeah. So I enjoy it because it's discovery. Now, maybe three, maybe two years from now, I don't know if I'll want to meet with people one-on-one anymore, but right now it's helping me really understand them at like a grassroots level. Is there a rhythm to the calls? Like what is your average client? How many calls per month slash year? Is it continuous? Like how long do they stick with you? That kind of thing. Most of them are one call because it's that help me break through, help me identify the niche, help me identify the strategy to grow a brand. Most of them are that. I would say 90% of them is a one-time call. Okay. There it is. That's that's how you're going to scale this thing. Okay. So you need, you would make more from, and have to put in less work from having fewer clients 
and having an ongoing process with these people. And it doesn't mean you can't stay high level because I'm high level too. Like I could never tell you exactly how to run a Facebook ad, but I can walk you through kind of the big picture stuff. It sounds like you're very similar. So you would be able to coach them ongoing and see them through the process. Because the cool thing is if they have that breakthrough, it's just like attending a seminar. Like you attend a seminar, you're on fire. You think you're going to conquer the world. You come back to your reality and the kids are sick and the husband's pissed and this is happening and that's happening. And you have a house to take care of. And you're like, oh my gosh, like, how am I going to keep this going? They need someone like you to keep them going. So you could come up with different structures. One, you could increase your, your rate Mm -hmm. or make it a yearly rate. So they're paying monthly. So it's like a retainer, you know, they're like, if they pay you a thousand bucks a month, they get two calls with you a month Okay, for a year. Right. Right. Okay. So then you're looking at 12,000 bucks from one client Yeah, and it's an ongoing thing. So you're going to see them through a process. And then what you might want to consider is having like a next level option for the people who do work through that, that process that you have for them. Yeah. And you create that curriculum that you know that that person, your client, like on day one, they're here. They want to be here. What are the rungs of the ladder that you have to create for them and walk them through? Big picture, that's fine. You can say, I don't do Facebook ads for you. I'm not going to get in your account. But here, talk to so-and-so. And And you can even start to come up with affiliates. Yes. And come up with, that's an income stream as well. So you say like, anytime someone wants a Facebook ad you know, they don't want to do it themselves. I send them here. Anyone, anytime someone wants their podcast edited, I have an affiliate with this person and you have referrals and things. So that's another income stream for you. Mm -hmm. But I think you need way more than this one time, one time call. Right. And one thing that I do that I love is I do a full immersion weekend or it doesn't have to be a full weekend. I've I've been curious about setting that up. It's my favorite thing. I only take on like about a handful just by choice a year. That's for my own schedule and how I want to do it. And they come in, they fly into Wisconsin for like three days. They can pay for an extra day if they need it. We have a lot of fun. We like go out to eat. We have people come in and cater. It's a really great experience. But then what we do is we hit it hard. Like the whiteboards are out. We are like grinding through coming up with a new product suite, their plan, mapping out their strategy and all that stuff that kind of what we're talking about here, but like in a way more in-depth way where we break it down. Like, okay, you got to create a curriculum for them. What's the curriculum? What does it look like? What's on call one? What's on call two? What do you, you know, what are the pain points? So Mm -hmm. I think you have huge potential. I'm actually thrilled to hear that you are only doing that one call because it means you have so much room to grow as far as scaling that. Right. I love that idea. And I really, I've been afraid, I guess, of the, here's another fear that I didn't know I have that now I'm going <laughs> to identify for myself or that you've helped me identify. It's getting a client in for like a year. Cause I originally created this coaching menu and it started with six months and I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. we'll do this monthly residual. I'll meet with them over the six month period once, once a month. And I got so freaked out. Cause I'm like, what if I don't like working with this person? And I can't get out of it. So I'm like, how long am I willing to work with someone I don't love? Six weeks. So I created the menu to stop me at six weeks. I don't even offer them a longer option than that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and I you can set up boundary you can set up boundaries to to kind of account for that. One being interviewing them via Zoom or in person or whatever prior to any signing of anything or not signing, right. but moving forward because you want to get to a place where you have the luxury of saying 
Yes. No. Mm-hmm. Yes. No. Like, yep. I want to work with you. Nope. Sorry. I don't have room on my schedule for you. And there's no shame in that. There's no, like, that's a, a service to both you and to them, because if it's not a right fit for you, it's not going to be right, the right fit for them, no matter how much value you can pour into them. Yeah. So you want to start to get to a place where you can be selective because that improves your quality of life. You can increase your rates. You can have longer retention and it's always cheaper to have a client that you retain versus going out and trying to find a new one. Plus just like the effort that goes into that, you know, it's time. So I, I think that's a huge, huge opportunity for you. I love that. There's been so many amazing golden nuggets that I've taken away from this, Elizabeth. I cannot thank you enough for just giving me all of these incredible tips. I'm going to come back to you in six months and be like, these are all the things I've implemented and and changed. And this is how they've helped me because I'm a three on the Enneagram. So I will do the things that, you know, you gave me feedback on that. Don't worry about that for me. I'm like, got it. No, check, check the boxes. I'm ready to go. So thank you. It's been amazing. Where can everybody come listen to your show, scale up their brand and business and tell us all the things. Awesome. So first of all, Steph, it was my pleasure to come on. I also have to say to your listeners, take a note from Stephanie. She's, as we would say in the East Coast, up in Boston, wicked smart because (laughs) she asked for what she wanted. So we originally planned to do kind of a call on leadership. And right before the call, she's like, what if we did like a coaching session with me on my business? And I love that kind of thing, but she's smart. She just got a free coaching session. I did. That is smart stuff. (laughs) I love that. And I love that so much because yeah, like you guys get resourceful, right? I didn't anticipate that. But when I was, I was on Elizabeth's show before this and just hearing all the things she was saying, I'm like, this is the woman I need to learn from because she's multiple steps ahead of me. I wonder if she's willing to help me scale. And I'm like, I may as well ask because who knows? And maybe she says no. So you never know unless you ask. If your heart is telling you to do something, open your mouth and ask because you never know. <laughs> like Totally. And, and I had a that. ball. I yeah, had a ball too. and I loved it. So people can find me, Instagram, I'm at Eliz Hartke. So E-L-I-Z-H-A-R-T-K-E. And my website is elizabethhartke.com. And they can find me there. They can connect there for speaking engagements. I do do one-on-one, but I do like I said on the show, I'm selective about it and, you know, certain people at certain criteria, but I do have group coaching and masterminds launching very soon. So you can stay tuned and keep an eye on that. I've run them in the past and we paused them because I just had a baby Aww, in February. Yeah. So I needed a little, baby number three. I need a little pause from any sure. of the extracurricular stuff, but yeah, you can feel free to reach out and connect and I, I get back to you and I love chatting with people and Steph, I can't thank you enough for having me on. This was a blast. This was so fun. You've been such a blessing. Thank you. You helped me in so many more ways than you probably recognize. So thank you again. And um, we'll talk soon. Thanks so much for hanging out with me today. Before you go, make sure you take a minute to subscribe to the show so you don't miss out on all of those amazing fromies, freebies for my homies, obviously, and content that we're creating just for you. And if you like today's episode, can you help us out and help us get this in the hands of more people by taking a screenshot of today's episode and sharing it with your friends, tagging me, passing it around on social media. Guys, we've got to get this mission and this movement out there to more people so that they are living their purpose and living out their dreams and getting paid for it well too. 
I'm also so thankful for all of the amazing feedback we've been getting in the reviews. So if this podcast is helping you grow, take a second and go review us on iTunes and be sure to check out today's show notes for more details and takeaways from the show. Until next week, guys, keep scaling up.